All the best music, sports, and podcasts right now on FAULradio.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Girls That Get It. We're the girls that get it. Monica and Jessica, we are filming with our school's radio station, Owl Radio, and we're so grateful to have the opportunity and have a school that allows their students outlets for their creativity. Happy Black History Month to every Black person to ever walk this earth. Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris, me, me. my mama, my dad, my sister, my brother, okay, Nelson Jess. Mandela. <laughs> We get it. <laughs> we all black. Okay, happy Black History Month. Um, hello guys. How are you doing today? Answer. Oh, you're doing well. Amazing. Oh God, I'm doing well too. How are you doing, Monica? Oh, I'm doing we're, amazing. So we're all doing well. That's just so yeah, good. We're just black and beautiful and well. In this fine, fine month of February. Yes. But today we're going to be discussing colorism, racism, racism within the diaspora. That's for a disconnection and roles of men and women in the black community and mm. black struggle. Black struggle, just in general, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're gonna talk about well, have we have you experienced any of those like colorism, racism? I've definitely experienced colorism like my whole life for sure. Mm. Um, I am a dark skinned woman, if you guys don't know and you're listening. I'm a dark skinned woman. And, you know, I'd hear things, like, in school, like, darky, blacky, you're the color color of um, asphalt. What? I got called black rhino. Black rhino is... By a biracial man. So if you're listening to this, you know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) You better be When I was, like, 11. And it was just things like that that I experienced regularly because I've always been living in a predominantly white area. So I usually experience this type of racism or colorism, even from black people in the black community, unfortunately. Um, For me, I've definitely experienced racism and I've experienced colorism. Colorism the most, because I feel like when we were younger, racism was there, but people weren't as bold as they are now during like TikTok and like social media, but colorism was crazy. Um, blacky, just any type of, like, they'll be like, oh, I don't really date dark skins, which is fine, but I don't, like, why, I don't care. Like, why are you asking me? Like, you ain't part of, you, I'm not looking at you at all. Racism, um, I have a story, actually, in kindergarten, we were walking, and we, you know how we line leaders, and you have, like, caboose and whatever, so we had our line leader, I mean, our door holder holding the door, and she went around and said, white, 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 black, to me, and I'm all, I was the only black kid, and there's another biracial girl, but it's like they didn't, you know, back then they didn't really see biracial as black. Like it was yeah. like when we were little kids, no one really knew. They were more like you, your own category, but they're like black. So it was, there was definitely moments that stuck out and I'm just like, ooh, yeah. It took a while to heal from, not gonna lie. Yeah. Internalized colorism, racism. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time to heal. And even just being like African too, that was a whole Oh yeah. Thing. Being Haitian. And always being called African booty scratcher. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not even African, one. And two, I'm like, why? And why? No, I also, like, people used to think I was Haitian. And, like, teachers would be like, oh, so sorry. And they'll just treat me like I'm poor. Like, remember when we were younger and the yes. Haitians were poor? Yes, because during when we were growing up, they Haiti had an earthquake, earthquake in 2010. Mm-hmm. 
And since then, like, it's it shifted. Like, for instance, before it'd be, like, African booty scratcher, you hang it with the monkeys and shit. And then after the the earthquake, it'd be like, oh, my God, sympathy. Is your family okay from Haiti? But it wasn't even genuine sympathy. It was no, more it was like, more like white savior sympathy. white savior sympathy. And it'd be like, girl, I'm fine. I've been living here my whole life. I speak perfect English. But they see a little black kid, and mm-hmm. they automatically assume you're Haitian. There was one time that I came home with bags of groceries because my teacher just handed it to me. I'm like, what is this for? Like, yes. And we just put it in our... We used to just donate it because, like, we had milk. You know those milk that you just keep on the cu- like the cover because mm-hmm. it like, doesn't go bad? They just hand us a bunch of, like, non-perishables. I'm just like, I don't need this. Like, I get... You know what I'm saying? It's just weird. Like, it feels like they just lumping you in because you black. So now every black person is, is like, poor yeah. and struggling. It's and just, my thing is, wrong. like, I don't know. Society pushes the idea that black people can't obtain wealth so mm. much that they actually believe it. Um, like let's say you describe your economic background people will act like they're surprised like yeah. for me especially I grew up in Boca and you you'll be surprised how many like people that are non-black but when I talk to them they're like oh or like they'll ask like if you ask a white person or a white person's rich they don't ask what they do but when it comes to a black person that's rich oh what do you do oh are you, you an athlete and they always assume that you're an athlete like if you're a man you're an or athlete or you in school you, yeah, you, you in school you, you're in nursing especially yeah. in South Florida they assume that you're a nursing <laughs> it's bad it's just very like it's built in there and a people, lot of microaggressions microaggression that's what it's called like it's, it's really it's there it's definitely there but um racism in America has it changed better or worse? I feel like, okay, racism in America, it fluctuates. And I'm saying it fluctuates only because, like, it's always been there. It's built into this country. But with social media and, like, especially during the BLM rights, and it came out the most. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? People really was real. They were real. And that comes with, oh, we don't want to talk politics, but that comes with who we had as a leader in the country. Mm-hmm. That really gave people the power to say what they want. And then also hiding behind social media, people really be talking on social media, just be saying mm-hmm. it. And honestly, when you walk around, racism is there, but no one's as bold as they are on social media. It's real crazy on there. Mm-hmm. But I have experienced people being as bold as they are, though. Really? I've, I, I get placed into places that are very, like, white all mm-hmm. the time. And it's happened to me my whole life. Just we can relate, right? Yeah. Like, let's say I go down to South Beach, um, or just out here in Boca, anywhere, to be honest. As a black woman, usually I don't get great customer service. And if I do, that's amazing. But I would say seven out of ten times, I do not get great customer service. And I don't know why, to be honest, but I just feel like we get treated differently even with, like, the climate that we're in, people are like, oh, racism doesn't really exist as much. It definitely does. It does. This is the microaggression. It's, it's just the, transformed. It's transformed. Else. And it's, like, it's in a different way. Like, you might say, like, oh, slavery doesn't exist and all these things. But there are so many policies and different things put into effect that literally are based off of racism in America right now in different systems of our country. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you want to say, oh, racism exists, it doesn't exist, it's definitely there. And if you don't believe me, <laughs> because we do go to PWI, like literally just experience something with a black person. Yeah. Me, I was in an interracial relationship and he didn't recognize his privilege until we were in spaces together. Like literally it'd be like, let's say 
we get pulled over by the cops or we're going out somewhere, we would experience service that he is not used to as a man, one, and as a white man at that. So literally, if you want to see how black people are treated, just do something with your black friends, even just like going to the frat parties. Like, come on, just just experience things with your black friends if you have some, just experience things with your your POC friend and see how we're treated. Because I think people really don't believe you when you say that racism is very much alive in there. Mm-hmm. And so they see how you live on a day-to-day basis. And that's why there was a white lady that actually did an experiment, or a white man, and he turned, they changed races. Yeah. How? They, like, pretended to be a black man or, like, there were a white man pretending to be a black man. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It was back but in the how? day. They like were, like, the phone no, or? they, like, it was a social experiment. But how'd they pretend to be a different race? Like, they actually had makeup and stuff on. No way, bro. Like, it was a whole documentary. Mm-hmm. It was a social experiment. And they literally saw the difference in treatment. Mm-hmm. And that was in a time that is, like, 50 years ago, maybe. Do that now. Like, I, we can't do that now because that's blackface. Yeah. But, but, like, literally, it's so easy to see how unfairly we're treated if you're just in the vicinity. Yeah. Just in the vicinity of us. You'll see. That's true. That's so true. And like, um, it's in jobs, schools, social, like it's, I feel like, I don't know. I guess I can't say nothing because I know it's there, but I won't lie when I say that I haven't gotten anything too bad where I'm like, whoa, like I've definitely gotten words of like, uh, like, you know, like people being racist. Come on now. Mm-hmm. But I've never been treated differently in the way where I was treated bad. I was treated like I didn't have anything, but I wasn't really treated where it's like, I'm getting like um mistreated you know um I've never gotten terribly mistreated but I think it's because I I have the privilege of pretty privilege yeah maybe that's what it is um because I am not gonna sit here and lie to you and be like maybe when I was 40 pounds heavier and a little younger like I wasn't treated differently than now when I'm fit and consider the beauty standard you know, like you've always been pretty, though. I've always been pretty, but weight also plays into it yeah. a factor into how people treat you. Mm-hmm. If you are a beautiful woman and you're the body type that is trendy, people will definitely treat you better than if you are not what society deems as beautiful. Think, and that's really sad. It's really shallow and sad. But mm-hmm. like when you're a black woman, being pretty will like help you a little bit. But you're still black at the end of the day. Let's not sit here. Like, I still experience racism. I'm in the serving industry. I experience racism all the time. People will literally ask to not be served by me, to be served by a white really? server. See, I, that's what I'm saying. Yes. I've never been... Okay. Yes, that has happened to me. And people will literally... Um, I used to work at Publix. I got called the N-word, hard E-R. What? By a customer. Oh, so, wait. I take it back. Working as a CNA, although, like, whatever, they're old and whatever, they're still racist. I've been called the n-word like hard er by the, supposed to be the nicest you know resident and she was like i don't want like she was just going on talking about like black people take everything like we're we're you know mm-hmm. but um when it comes when you're saying pretty privilege i think also honestly i think it comes with the fact that we're suburban we're suburban black girls so i think they see us as this is so gross but i know i just know this is what they think it's like we're cleaner but if you go to a really pretty like cardi b she's pretty mm-hmm. she's really she's she's in her ways people i think she would get mistreated and seen more as a threat than we can be 
Just because of how we're growing up yeah. and being suburban. Because I think they see suburban as in like we're palatable. Paddle, palatable. 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 Yeah, yeah, like yes. palatable to them. Like for instance, I'm considered suburban and then I, if I'm wearing straight hair or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just walking around. Yeah, we're not a threat. We're not but a threat. Then we, if we have people who are, you know, like they have their culture, they're, they're, they grow up around black people, they're, you know, yeah. that's more of like, oh, they're loud. But we're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's definitely, it's, you could be pretty and you could still be treated like that because of where you were raised. And that doesn't mean like we're not outwardly black guys. We're very outwardly black, yeah. but literally you can hear me speak right now. <laughs> I have a little suburban girl accent. Okay. <laughs> like, and also like, I feel like since we are, you're Haitian, I'm Nigerian, we were never like gonna be them. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we were never gonna be our, that. Yeah. No, because I'm Balekoyalto, babes. Don't don't play with me, okay? Yeah, and whatever you wanna believe, I just said in Evo. Yeah. <laughs> but one day I'll pull up and I'm gonna speak it. I know some things. Yeah, she knows some things, guys. She's learning. She's yeah. gonna learn for her Nigerian friends. Yes. Um, racism in America. Oh wait, I wanna can I say a story real quick before Oh wait, yeah. we okay, we already we're still on race in yeah. America, but um, schools. Can we talk about how like even after BLM, they do not care if a student is racist to their their counterparts. Like mm-hmm. there was one time in high school, um, this girl had a video of she was being real racist in the video, mm-hmm. and it came out. It was spread around the whole school, but the people who got threatened was the person who was being racist towards in the video. She mm-hmm. was the one that got called to the principal's office. And I worked in the office at the time. And this girl she got to leave school, came back, like nothing happened, still was on the softball team. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a problem. Let's hold people accountable. But we can say that. But let's be honest, they're not really being held accountable. And with the Kanye thing, I'm not on a... a listen, the whole thing is whack and crazy. It's like he really shouldn't have said what he said. But notice how he got charged the utmost... But when it comes to white racist people in Hollywood and everywhere, they don't get charged like that. Because the thing is, the people in power are them. Yeah. So if if they don't deem that as a big issue, like I hate to say this, but white people don't see racism as a big issue. They don't. I literally watched a documentary of this woman interviewing like very privileged white women, and they're like, racism doesn't exist. I don't mm. see color. Mm-mm. I don't see color is the most. I don't mm. see color is so problematic mm. because seeing color is what makes us get along. What makes us see our differences. Yes. Me and Jess are from completely different co- cultures. We're the mm. same color. People, white people view us and be like two black girls. Yes. They don't care. You they know? don't care. And it's like that shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Like we're all different in our own ways, and everyone has their own culture, own background. We should not all get like categorized into this ideology that's been penetrated into everybody's mind for so long. So it's like literally the beginning of civilization. Time. Time. <laughs> Literal time. Like slaves have existed for the, since the beginning of civilization. So people have used humanity to hurt each other since the beginning of civilization. Mm-hmm. So no, like, and especially like in schools, let's say like oh, black girls get, in, get into a PWI that's like a Ivy League. People are going to say that's affirmative action. Mm-hmm. When the reality is, as a black woman, I can only speak my on my experience as a black woman, It's I would have to work so much harder to get into spaces that other people are just handed to. Yeah. Like, and yep. it's not even that we can't get in those spaces. It's just very hard for us to get in those spaces that these big time, whatever they are, 
are. And it's bad because, like, like you're saying, people just take down because you worked hard to be where you are. You worked hard to get the stars, but you worked hard to get your like, you know, have classes exactly. before you got here. Exactly. But they're gonna see it as, oh my god, I heard this so much, and just being a CNA too, like, oh, black people get things handed to them, like, oh, but it's so not true. It's like, so not true. I gotta work to be in the space I'm at. And it's like that's why you see so little of us in spaces that are predominantly white, like mm-hmm. because. I'm in the finance field, right? My major is finance. I go into class. I'm one of two black people. And then if there's more black people, there's it's usually a man. Yeah. It's usually a man. Yeah. It's usually two black men and it's me. Yeah. And then there might be like four girls and a finance class of 30 people. Yeah. That's ridiculous. There's barely any of us in these industries that like we need to be in. And it's not like we don't want to be in those industries or we're not aspiring to be in them. It's just so, so hard. Unless you know somebody who will put you in a position to do some actual work and influence others, it's hard to be put into those because we have to work 10 times harder at all times mm-hmm. for everything. <laughs> literally. For everything. Literally, like I, I literally, in high school, during COVID, got my associates. Now I'm about to graduate this year, God willing. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I worked so hard, but I worked so hard so I can get a full ride to FAU. Like, mm-hmm. and people will be like, oh, FAU is a diverse school because maybe they give scholarships to black kids, whatever. But like, That's we deserve that. <laughs> but it's not even the case. Because I could, you worked hard because do I, I mean, I do have a scholarship from, from FAU, but it's not like, it's a different merits, you know? Like, yeah. you worked for hard for what you got. People work hard for what they get. Let's not, let's not put race into that and be like, black people, because you're black and this no. and this. Because first of all, you have black people who are rich and doing, like, the wealthy black people who are going to get into that same space and for different reasons. Like, yep. or like, they're here because it's just, it's crazy that people think that we just get handed everything because it's not the no. case. No, like, we work, we do everything you do, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just they can't identify their privilege because it's the space that they're operating in yeah. once you get that privilege taken away from you you would see the space that we are operating in but I don't think that can even happen yeah that can't happen it's because a white person can't get any black <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it's impossible it's like impossible. unless you want to blackfish everybody like I don't mm-hmm. know like, and it's not even that I feel like racism is so built like it's deeply built into the system of everything in america that is that we walk around in doing certain things that are like it's not going to change because it's not acknowledged and because mm-hmm. it's everyone's so stuck on that way like we're sheep walking in the same path and it's not going to change as much as you want to be like because there's white people who you know like they acknowledge their mm-hmm. white privilege but that doesn't do much if no one's going to change the system itself like, yeah, you could talk around. And at that point, you're just being, like, an ally, not mm-hmm. doing anything. You're sitting there. Oh, yeah, I see you. What are you doing to help? No, like, what are you? And the thing is, is, like, that's why even when you choose to, like, everyone always says the topic of, well, I'm a black person. You can't be pro-black in an interracial relationship. If you choose <laughs> to be in an interracial relationship, make sure your partner is, quote-unquote, woke. Mm-hmm. Please make sure your partner has similar beliefs as you. Before you even get into that relationship, make sure that like their family yeah, doesn't family. have any racial tendencies because there's nothing worse than falling in love with somebody and then you find out their parents be saying the N-word. <laughs> and you a monkey to them, bro. You ain't nothing but a monkey. 
<laughs> and you will never be part of our family. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, it's okay. I think you can still be pro-black and be in an interracial relationship. Just make sure that your partner is also on that type of And movement. their family. And their family. And their family. Because when you're dating somebody, especially if you're dating to marry, you are going to marry into that family. That is now your family. Yeah. That is not your lineage. And what are you going to say when they're reprimanded for their actions? If you're white and you yourself are an ally and you see your privilege, but your family members, you're in like your, your mom, dad, sisters, whatever, and you're the only one in your family, that's a problem too. Because there ain't no way you sitting with your family and you're not like making them change too. I think like it's just weird. Like y'all really got to do better. Like I know, especially with the older generation, they're stubborn. And a lot of them don't even want to change their way. So I can't even, like, blame people who have family that are racist. Just don't marry around them. Like, no. if you know your family. Because, no. like, let's say they're from the Deep South and they're, like, 75 years old. You can try to convince Grandpa that he can't, he shouldn't be racist. But Grandpa I'm going to try. Miss- you know, okay. But no, you I'm, can try. But, okay, like, okay. it doesn't mean it's going to work. No, I'm, but I'm saying you got to put that effort. You can't yeah. just think, oh, they're not going to change. Put that effort and see if no, they will. Look, but, no, like, definitely, like, that effort needs to be put in to regardless. Change. Like, I definitely try to be, like more progressive with my family and have conversation with them about certain topics. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm, like, representing us as a family and you're not representing the same thing, then, that's okay, but, like, that's not okay at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's not okay. No. Because then what are you really? Because yours could be a mask just to, like, mm-hmm. just to fit, you know, like, do just I really fit, know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> but um, colorism. Yeah, because when we talking about problems within the community with outside the community we all have problems inside the community too. and that's like, the most important problem. that's that's the struggle we're talking about today outside of you know yes. outwardly factors but mm-hmm. colorism oh gosh colorism colorism okay so this is a lot and i feel like colorism i don't know how i i just i feel like this one is choosy because like me i don't think i'm I'm not color sorry no, i don't think i'm not colorist and i don't know a lot of people who are but when i when you go on tiktok and you go on social media that's when they come out and i don't know what's true or not like i really don't know what people think mm-hmm. because like i see black men on tiktok being like i will not date a dark-skinned woman right and mm-hmm. then there's a black man in the comments talking about yeah, 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 yeah. Then you have that conversation with dark-skinned men in real life, and it's like, no, nah, I don't think that. Then who does? Like, it's there somewhere, and y'all really trying to, like... Okay, I'll tell you who it's there for. I've literally dealt with this before. Really? Okay, so the black men that are usually like, oh, I won't date a dark-skinned woman, or I won't date a black woman, um, they come from areas that are predominantly white. They usually have that ingrained, very ingrained racism colorism whatever you want to call it self-hate self-hate it is literally an example of self-hatred but usually they're like oh i'm attracted to white women or this is my type because that's your surrounding babes you go to washington dc it's not everybody though that's what i'm saying like it's not everybody but like usually those men from those backgrounds are the ones saying those things some men from those backgrounds will actually seek a black woman because they've been surrounded by that their whole life like for me i've been surrounded by white men my whole life I will seek a black man. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I know it's there. Like, I know there's black men that are doing it, so I'm not questioning that. I'm more questioning the fact that I feel like those who are actually colorists are real low-key about it. Like, you can see by their actions rather than the people who come out. Oh, yeah, like, they're not... Like, so many men, celebrities just strictly no. date lighter women or white women. And, and it's not even celebrities. It might be your brother. 
Like, that's, Gosh. like guys, let's be for real. Like, yeah. the men in our in our families and the people that are surrounding us, you need to check them too. Yeah. Like, if your brother's saying some colors to Mark, would you not correct him? Yeah, like, exactly. if you see your brother's only going for a certain type of woman, would you not ask him, oh, what is wrong with this type of woman? Mm-hmm. People can have their preference. And there's a difference yeah, between preference, preference right, let's talk and about just that. clear, outright colorism. Because a Be- preference, you could say why you like that person. But when it's colorism, you why you name it why you don't like dark skin? I asked you why you like lighter skinned women. Why yes. are you saying you hate dark and skin? And that's how you, you can peep if someone is a colorist or a racist. Because they'll say, like, oh, yeah, like... Because dark skinned women are aggressive and dark skinned women are this and that. I'm like, They're so, they, like I, I'm like, who are you talking who, about? Like, I'm sitting here real cool. <laughs> and then they'll give you an example of a girl that was when they met when they were 13. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we're 25, babe. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Y'all need to go sit down in the room and heal real quick. Cause... No, literally. And it's like, I understand if you've had like bad experiences with a certain group of people, but Regardless, you can't generalize people. a whole group of people. You can't generalize a whole group of people at all. You can say my preference is a dark-skinned man, but if a light-skinned man came your way and was like, oh my God, like, you're amazing, and you like him, would you not go for that light-skinned man? Right. Like, I don't think people should be so shallow and so caught up in, like, their a person's skin tone how they look to the point where they won't even consider them. And they just see them ugly. Like, because, yes. come on now, every... There's pretty people in every single genre and category of yes. life. Like, every race, every ethnicity. Come on now. Like, let's not say that person is ugly because they dark skin. No way. And it's like, when you see that in black men or black women, it's it's self-hatred. For me, I see it as Completely. you're lost. Completely. You're just lost and you haven't learned to love yourself yet. Completely. Because... <laughs> I think we all go through that phase too, especially if you were living in a predominantly white area. I don't think it's really for people who grew up in black areas because I would feel loved if I was going around people that look like me. No, okay, let's get to that colorism within people who look like us. But the people, yes, the colorism within the people that look like you. Because when I went to Boys and Girls Club and everybody was black, after I went to my elementary school with everybody that was white, they was definitely bullying me for my nappy mm-hmm. hair. Is it the color of dark skin? <laughs> like, like what? It's, it's everywhere. It's like, oh, okay. and it's ingrained everywhere into our family, everything. Yeah, families definitely. Like, it's oh my culture. Gosh. It's culture. Everywhere. Okay, so I wrote down skin bleaching because I wanted to talk about that. How Black China like went to Nigeria to launch her skin, her skin bleaching like company or whatever, and it's like Black people against Black people. It's really bad. And it's like, when white people come talk about tanning, tanning is, oh, you're tanning. But when it's skin bleaching, like, can we not say that they're both the same? Like, we're like, why are you doing that? Why can't we just love our skin color regardless? Because skin bleaching, you're putting chemicals onto your skin. Tanning, you put chemicals onto your skin too, babes. Really? You... Yes, there's the you tanning. You can go out in the sun and tan. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about the people who do it excessively. Not, oh. just, random, not just random, I'm sitting out and tanning. I'm talking about, like, I'm going oh, to sit yeah, in a yeah. little UV bed. Yeah, that's excessive. It's just, like, both of them are weird. Like, let's love ourselves. But skin bleaching and Black people pushing it onto other Black people is big. And then allowing other cultures to push it onto us as well. Because people buying them carrot creams. What's the other one? And it's like, that's not even mm. made by us. That's not even, that's made by a Chinese man. I, that's <laughs> And we're just using it. Like, because, guys, let's be for real. Like, who owns the beauty stuff right now? Because it's not... Who do you get your bundles from? Come on, now. Come on. When you come buy on, that video list, where is it coming from? Come on, They now. know that we don't like each other. That's why they sell them European bundles. Mm-hmm. And then they sell the bleaching cream on the side. And we're just... And we just buying it. it. And we just buying it. We're not loving it. each other. We just buying it. Oh, like, my gosh. Okay. Let's stop doing that, please. Let's stop tearing each other apart. 
Right. And stop selling things that are just bleach our own skin and just hate ourselves. Like, like let's love let's, ourselves. Let's love every skin tone that black people can come in. And let's just spread love, guys. And, and if you see someone who is ignorant and colorist, tell them the fuck off. <laughs> literally. And then um, I also want to talk about how dark skinned men and women are seen as more masculine and then light-skinned men and females are seen as more feminine. And, like, there's this... Oh, I don't remember what the, paper, the article is. But well, this is built into the system of racism as well. Well, colorism is really... We just took on racism and then was like, yeah, I'm better than you. And that's, that comes from slavery. Mm-hmm. Like, how the lighter ones were in the house, dark ones on the field. That was built into the system. And, and how they had, like, men, like, being, what, like, raped and just demasculized mm-hmm. and then seeing lighter men as feminine mm-hmm. just to keep us so separated and we're just feeding into it like why do we still care about color like why do we care about the mm-hmm. shades of our skin that's straight from the white man because mm-hmm. in africa like other than when cult like obviously we have that skin bleaching problem there too but that comes from what colonial colonial what is it called colonialism <laughs> colonialism yeah like because before that i don't think anybody cared if i'm lighter than you you're darker than me but now when we were younger oh oh my gosh i'm as dark as you oh you're you're darker than me oh i'm lighter than you like that why does that matter like mm-hmm. why do we really go into that and it's straight from the white man making and it separate ourselves like i think it's it's really sad because it's like they see us like, we realize that we're all black, right? And they see us, like, the others see us as just black. It's the same. Doesn't the matter. Same. But we see light skin, dark skin, brown skin, yellow skin. And then skin. they view us as, like, they're not even connected in their own community. Think about it, guys. We're so disconnected. We're so disconnected. And then you want other races to respect us. We need to respect each other first. Mm-hmm. And just, like, help each other. Like, even when, like, seeing each other win. I feel like... Some other groups of people are better at helping each other win. Yeah. Like, because literally I live in Boca, Jewish people, they stick together, bro. That business is going to be ran by the grandpa, Mm -hmm. dad, mom, auntie, Even Asians, Asians, they be sticking together. I love it. They go everywhere. They industrialize whatever they're doing, Mm -hmm. and they stick together. mm -hmm. As black people, we need to be doing the same thing. We need to be property owners. We need to be giving back to our community so we can excel and create generational wealth like other people have done for their groups of people. Yeah, don't be scared to bring up the person beside you. Like, Like, literally, like, you come up, your bro come up, too. Yeah, we're coming up together. We're coming up together. Let's not get envious or see each other as, like, competition. We're on the same team. If my black sister win, I win too. Mm -hmm. Okay? Thank you. Period. (laughs) And that's why we're going into Diaspora Wars. Yes. Let's talk about it, guys. Let's talk about (laughs) it. Let's talk about it. So I just feel like... We got Africans, we got Black Europeans, we have Black Americans, we have Afro-Latinas, Latinos, Caribbeans, and none of us are connected for real. Like, it's changed because we got Black Panther. Well, kind of forever, first of all, I was so happy when they brought Haitians because now we have Black Americans. Most of the actors are Black Europeans. Then we got the Caribbeans in there. Then we have the Africans, of course. Mm-hmm. That movie, in that sense, for diaspora, like, really connecting us, was so, I loved it. We need to do more of that where it's like, Let's be a community. Let's watch this and be, like, proud that we're all black, for real. But yeah. now the hate between Africans and African-Americans is wild. It's wild. And it doesn't make any sense to me because as a first generation, I do see where the older generation Africans might say some things and blah, blah, blah. blah. But it's the newer generation 
Americans that are seeing what our parents do and taking out on us. And we just sitting here confused on who we belong with. And then we're being hated because we African or because our parents say some things and we just got to cut it out. Like, let's just pretend like that never happened. And let's start afresh. Let's all get to know each other. Let's be let's be accountable for how we act towards each other, because it doesn't come from what, how white people treat us. It's how we treat each other. Like, mm-hmm. stop saying, ooh, like, you smell... Because I was in a house that we was cooking fufu and okra soup. Like, come on. Let's... let's, let's <gasps> Heavy on the you smell. Yes. They'd because be like, oh, you, you smell like your house. What does that smell like, babe? I come from a Haitian household. You know, I don't know if my stepmom be forgetting to open the window or something. <laughs> but whenever we cook, I would smell like the food, okay? It's real thick. The, the aroma is real thick. No, the aroma is very... Come on. Thick. And the spices they use, you put some epis... Like, I know y'all got y'all own APs. We got, we got Maggie Cubes. Maggie Cubes. Maggie Cubes. <laughs> the Scotch bonnet peppers. I'm sorry. Scotch bonnet peppers. I'm sorry. This, the aroma is going to stick. It's like, going to stick. And, like, I don't know why. Like, I guess it's because African-Americans sometimes feel like a superiority because they're like, oh, well, I'm American. Mm-hmm. And y'all live in huts and shit. And y'all yeah, are the poor. Huts. And I'm like, boy, I used to experience racism the same way. Yes. Like, let's yes, be real. It's racism within our own community that's just so engrossed. And honestly, that I feel like is more of a problem than it is for the p- white people being racist to us. Because like, I, if we were strong as a community every the, around the whole diaspora, we can go in and do what we got to do. But we hate each other. Let's take over. Let's take over. But we can't. We can't because we hate each other low key. I'm like, we should not hate each other, guys. Like, we should all love each other. And it's crazy because it'll be like African versus Caribbean versus not African-American. Come on, Africans, we never... Caribbeans and Africans never But, fight. like, honestly, Caribbeans and Africans, we love each other. Yes. I'd be in Haiti. I'd be like, Peru, para. Peru, Peru, para. Like, what? <laughs> On repeat. Like, no, no. Because we literally relate to each other. And we know that, like, we came from the same guy. Like, we understand. As yeah. Haitians and coming from a black Haitian, a black nation and just Caribbean countries in mm-hmm. general, like, we the know. African culture we is come from you. strong there. So, yeah. we're the same people. We're the same people. And we don't have an issue with that. And it's like, because we're so similar, we know. Like, even, like, just Caribbeans with Latinos. We are so similar, right? But you'll see, like, a POC, like, war, because it's like, no, you're black? And even though, like, I'm, I'm like not white, I still need to be racist towards you because you're black. And yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. If a person sees you, they're still going to have some racial tension towards you. Especially if you're a person who is a darker skin tone as mm-hmm. a Latino, whatever. That's literally Haiti versus Dominican Republic. and Like, the whole separation of it at Diaspora all. Diaspora war. The- because, what, I'm a, I'm a Afro-Latino. Mm-hmm. But Let's, the thing is, people don't even see Haitians like that. And I don't know why. And guess what? Well, I don't know why Haitians are not considered Afro-Latino. But they we're, are. We're in Latin America. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're in Central America. Y'all are literally sharing an island with Dominicans. With Dominicans who claim, who know, not even claim, they know that they're Latin. So if we're speaking a Latin-based language, in Haiti, in schools, French is taught, Creole is taught. French is a Latin-based language, making us Latino. So mm-hmm. I don't understand when people say like, oh, like, oh, Haitians are so different, blah, blah, blah. I just literally went to DR last weekend. Colorism. Color, like, it's literally just colorism. And it's crazy because we'll be the same shade. Me and, maybe me and a Dominican man will be the same shade. He'd be like, me no black. <laughs> I know y'all seen that meme before. Me no black. Es todo dominicana. Okay. <laughs> You know, black. And it's just like, we're both Afro-Latinos, sir. Like, you go to America, 
especially I feel like people who are from those countries and they just go to America and experience the racism mm-hmm. they're like okay well like yeah. it's, it's still there, there babes now you know you black now you know you black now you know. <laughs> no no it's a negro like he's not gonna be arrested <laughs> he's gonna be like I'm not black I'm not black leave me alone no he's gonna be like you're a black man mm-hmm. like let's be for real guys just cause you have curly hair I can have curly hair too I can speak Spanish you can speak French Come like on. we're all we're all in this together we're all in this together let's unify we got to and and then also going back to Americans, I think, and this not the excuse, the reason is, like, y'all really got to be out of y'all. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Caribbeans, y'all got to keep a sense of, like, the African culture, mm-hmm. whereas Americans did not have, did not get to. They were not allowed mm-hmm. to. And that comes with it. But then the ignorance, when you said they feel like they're higher in superiority because they're American, it comes with, like, oh, no, like, we're not going to take that. Like, we're, yep. we built where we are now. We don't want to go back. But then y'all at the same time are like, oh, we want to learn the African culture. But it's it needs to be, like, a true movement. And it, it needs like, to be, res- we need to respect each other. We need, it needs, it, yeah. That's what it really is. Because I'm, like, all about teaching people my culture. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're fine with teaching Nigerian culture. Like, Just Nelly has a whole club. I started a whole organization. Like guys. African Student Association. Yes. Join if you haven't already. Join, please. We everyone's welcome. Yes, but like we're we're also similar, and we'd be willing to teach each other like different things mm-hmm. if we all just respect each other mm-hmm. and respect our differences too. Yes, and, and respect that like not there's no right or wrong answer. Like yeah. someone's culture can be different from yours, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's that. That's that's literally it. That's it. That's can we just solve racism and just say that? No, like, like we're just different. We're Come just different. Now. Like, can we respect that. <laughs> can we just respect that we're different? Like, cause I, I be respected. I've never been like taught to be racist towards white people. Me neither. And I'm just like, I respect y'all. Whatever y'all do. I know? really, I, I, I think part of it also with white people is I just don't care. Like, I don't care to. I don't care to even see you any like I don't care I, don't I just care. don't care I'm just like you're a human I'm a human I'm a, and then we're just walking I'm just like hi girl yeah like that's it. It. there's nothing I don't see how someone can look at you and be like oh, oh you're yeah. black oh my oh, god that just grinds my you're gears taking all the money from school <laughs> oh affirmative action oh my uh, god your blackness is hurting me <laughs> And like, like why do y'all like, care? Like racial crimes, like I don't understand why they have been. Like, how do you see a black person you're just like you deserve to die? No, what is that about? What is that about? How do you see another human and just say you deserve to die? I what mean, you're obviously about? mentally ill. But why do you see a black person be like you just automatically think you're better? Like you deserve no way. Like like literally there was a lynching in 2021. I was like, what? Probably in tw- this year too. In yeah. 2023, like yes. every time. But it's just like. Like, what makes you think that a person that, just because I'm black, I'm just like, oh, you deserve to die. You deserve to get a surfer. It'll never make suffer sense. Suffer a gruesome murder. Not because the thing is, I don't, as a black person, I've never looked at a white person and was like, oh, like, you're, like, you just, you just deserve to die. Like, I'm just like, what? That's crazy. No, I, what? I think it's because we're not mentally ill, though. Yeah, because it's only, definitely it's a mental illness. Yeah, because mentally ill people would be like, yeah, you deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta be mentally ill, bruh. <laughs> oh my god. So let that's for respect each other, love each other. All love. Black History Month. We're all one peoples. Come on now. And then what do we want to see for the black community? Like, what do we want? I want to see, oh my gosh, you know what I want to see so bad, Manica? Well, I want to see like sh- more shows like Insecure, where it's not about black struggle, it's just about struggle of pe- like just in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing like, oh, we were slaves, oh, or like, I'm poor to riches. Like, I just want it to be like, just 
can we just have a nice, beautiful black love movie and show mm-hmm. and just like teenagers growing up? Mm-hmm. Boy Meets World, make it black characters. Like, why? That's what I want to see. I want to see us operating in spaces that are different than what we see online, for sure. I don't want to see struggling. I want to see like, like grownish, but like a dark skinned girl. Because oh, grownish, yeah. Because like, I feel like we do get those shows, but they always put a light skinned m- actress mm-hmm. in that role. As if, like, they're more deserving. That's that supposed to be feminine, that feminine, that feminine masculine, whatever. Like, yeah. Because I'm a very feminine woman. But, like, as a dark-skinned woman, you're seen as aggressive. You're seen as this. Or if you're not seen as that, you're seen as over-sexual. Or like, over-sexual or even snotty. You're snotty. snotty. Like, oh, she's, like, bougie. Yeah, bougie. Can like, I just not be? Can, can I, I just can be? Can I just be in my essence of a black <laughs> can woman? Can I be who I literally am, please? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I just want to be myself. Thank mm-hmm. you. But it's just like, let's allow ourselves to be who we are and respect each other because of who we are. Yeah. And like, let it be shown. Let yeah. it be shown. Let it be shown. Like, let black people be shown in every single aspect of who we yes. are. Yes. Like, I love seeing black love. That I literally have that, bro. I love it so much. Like I have, I have a list. Right? Tiana, 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 Taylor, and Iman. I'm. Whoa! How do I say this? Tiana Taylor and Iman Shepherd. They're so Shepherd, cute. Shepherd, Shepherd. Yeah. They and are then Kiki Palmer cute. and Darius. Ah, come on. I'm like y'all are cute. I, I love seeing so black love. Even just like young actresses. Like what's that girl from? She's a light skinned model, not model, actress. Um, what's her name? You named people. You named a lot of people. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Stormy Storm. Storm Reed. Oh, oh, she's, yeah. she's in a relationship right now? Yeah, she's in a relationship with this, like, oh. really fine actor man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so I'm like, cute. that's so cute. They, like, popped out. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I just love seeing black love. I love seeing black love. Like, healthy black love. Healthy. I love y'all. Not no blue face and Christian. No, we, that needs to. That needs to take it off the internet. <laughs> take it right now. Delete it. Get it blocked from every server in this, this world. We don't need to see it no more. We don't need to see that. Thank you. No, bro. We need some nice, patient love. Yes. Who said you. that? What's her name? Love is patient. Love is kind. Your love is real. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely that's not what I'm talking about. What's her name? She did with Summer Walker. Love is patient. Love is kind. Oh, she's, she's da- Sierra? Sierra and yeah. her, her boo. They cute. They cute too, yes. Really cute. Yes. I don't know names, but I need to work on that. <laughs> it's okay. I don't be paying attention to celebrities. It's okay. Um, And then I wrote, because we said a lot of negative, but we have black, beautiful people throughout history who've who've helped us, who brought us to where we are. We got Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. You know, she freed us. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby Bridges, who's still alive. And mm-hmm. she did her thing with bringing us into the system and really breaking that boundary. Jesse Owens, Olympic gold medalist in Berlin, with an audience of Hitler himself. Martin Luther King Jr., who we still celebrate to this day. Nelson Mandela, the first president of South Africa. Because this is not only in America. We have people making actions around the world. And then Barack Obama, our first president, our first black president of America. You know, we got to we gotta make acknowledgments of the successes that we have had throughout this country. Because we've definitely come from nothing to something. And we're building. We just we keep building. Let's keep bringing ourselves up. Do you have anything to add, Manica? Um, I was looking for this 
um, this Claudia Caudet. I, I think oh, that's her name. Yes, Claude, yeah. Rosa, yeah. Rosa Parks counter the yes. dark skin counterpart. Yeah. Um, she is actually the person I want to highlight because she actually got up from the bus first, mm-hmm. but or didn't get up. Well, she didn't get up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the like, whole story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's not highlighted because they wanted Rosa Parks, beautiful light skin, to really be the center of that movement. So you see how even internalized colorism affects us in our yeah. own Black Lives Matter movement. Like, come well, on, guys. Yeah, it does. Like, also, like, how during BLM, they were making no, which I didn't realize, but they do put dark-skinned Black women in the forefront as if we're the protectors. We're the Like, front. in all the pictures, there's dark-skinned yep. Black women leading the pack. Like, let's all do this together. Let's not shove anyone into a box. Because we don't deserve to be in boxes. No, we, we come don't. in all different shapes and forms. Okay, and I have a couple quotes before we end too this one's from nina nina simone it says to me we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world black people and i mean that in every sense because we are beautiful and i want to just uh anytime i because i work with kids anytime i or i used to i see a black um dark-skinned girl little girl i just i always compliment them i would mm. be like you're so pretty oh my god i love your hair especially if they have 4c the four textured hair you're so beautiful. Your hair is so nice. Anytime I see a black woman, even till this day, and I walk past them, and if we can make eye contact and I can say something to you, I'd be like, you're so pretty today. You look so good. Your hair looks so nice. I don't mm-hmm. care if you have a wig on. I don't care if you're, it's your natural hair. I don't care if your hair is short. If it's long, your mm-hmm. hair is beautiful because black people are beautiful, period. Last quote says, history has shown us that courage can be the, can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. Michelle Obama. Uh, becoming her. <laughs> yes. Becoming her. You guys need to read that book. I don't know if it's called Becoming Her, but Becoming Michelle you just Obama. Said, hold on. Now we got to get the real name. You can't do that. <laughs> I think it's called Becoming Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, my God. I read it as an audio book. Please. Okay. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> no. Oh, it's not loading. Wait, you can get on my phone. Becoming something. That it's Michelle called, Obama. The, wait. Yeah, it's called Becoming. Becoming, yes. Becoming. yes. Oh, wait, Becoming Michelle Obama? Or is that Michelle? Michelle Obama's the writer. Right, so it's just Becoming. Becoming. Watch that. Watch. <laughs> oh, she got two books. Yeah. The Light she, We Carry. Because she is an inspirational woman. We have so many, like, Black women in high spaces that are really, like, something to look up to. Mm-hmm. Dark-skinned woman, too. Yeah. That, that a lot of dark-skinned girls need to look at instead of seeing only light-skinned. Like, we got to... We gotta yeah. have our own figures. We need to have dark skinned women because I would have killed to see a dark skinned girl like in like a Disney princess movie or something like that. We like, had we had Tiana. You know they hired Tiana at one of the Disney resorts and she's a white woman or she's light skinned. What? I can't tell if she's light skinned. You mean white. the only black one yeah. is light skinned? I'm sorry. Nothing wrong with light skinned people. It's just like if that representation is there, can we get it accurate? Yeah. You know, they were supposed to have an African princess for years now and they never did it. You know, they're supposed no to Harry Tubman on the 20 and they never did. Yeah, I knew about that. Because they put a, a person who's not even a president and didn't do anything influential for the FDIC in there. Life. <laughs> you know, it's life. Oh my God. That is so sad. Not even the FDIC. They got to do it soon or put it on Mount Rushmore. Come on. Like, she we asked me. But I'm just like, they'd be like, oh, the strong black woman. So I'm like, um, there's a flip coin. But I love that. Let's uh, put a black woman somewhere, please. Yeah. Kamala. <laughs> I think that's your job, Kamala. You know what yeah. to do. Yeah. But it'll happen one day. It we, will. We're getting I that's what I'm saying. That was one of the questions. Like you think we're getting better? 
I I think we're getting better, but I prefer it's honestly to not live in America. <laughs> so you're done. It's yeah. everywhere, babes. I know it's everywhere, yeah. but if I'm surrounded by black people, yeah, like let's say I go to Ivory Coast <laughs> with my hubby and kids, and we just live there, I'd be living great. Babe. Yeah, yeah, I'd be living great, and I'd be surrounded by all black people speaking French, all types of languages. You know, oh, I don't want to say this is kind of political, but. Africa itself, they then we need help. Like it there is we're selling ourselves to other Oh yeah, there's there's definitely slavery still happening. No, no, not that kind of well, slave I guess you can call it modern day slavery, but I'm saying like if you go to Nigeria, like a lot of the businesses, I'm just gonna say like China's buying countries in Africa. What do you mean buying? I mean like they're going in there making businesses and basically slowly colonizing Africa. Oh yeah. It's, they 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 do that. <laughs> oh, they do that. Let's stop no, that this, right now, this please. Of, this is a uh, scramble for Africa. The, it's still happening, yeah. yeah. And China is is really doing yeah, it in Nigeria Because they're like right the, now. the main powerhouse over there. Yeah, so. and like there's also a thing that happened, I think, actually a couple months ago or maybe last year, where Congo, oh, I should really speak with education right now, but there is a natural resource that is being sold, that, re- that sold where they're not going to have any power over. Like there's so much minerals and stuff in Africa, gold, oil, that we don't even reap the benefits of because the different countries are basically colonizing Africa still. It's still happening. And let's and we're letting it happen. And let's talk about Haiti because Haiti right now, terrible situation with this insecurity and gang violence. And it's so bad when like you're Haitian and you've seen your country in a better place and now you can't even go to your country. Mm-hmm. because of the violence and the outrage of the Haitian people is deserved but it's sad that like these other groups of people these main powerhouses are like if anything would happen they're gonna scurry to get it mm-hmm. that we have to be saved by colonialism yeah like we should be saving each other it should be like Nigeria sees Haiti is struggling mm-hmm. Nigeria comes to Haiti yeah, but the thing is, we're all struggling, and no one's and saying exactly. Like, it's and then that's the, why we have to unionize and literally, yeah, like, right. literally, like, create our own powerhouses, guys. But it's so hard. It's so hard because the people in power won't allow that to happen. No, because Every they're being paid to, by the white people. Well, actually, everyone but black people. They're mm-hmm. being paid off to just sit there and let their own country struggle. And then sometimes when you're in struggle mindset and struggle like situation, they're offering you so much money. What can you do? That's why I can't really blame, like, black owners of businesses and certain things like that. Like, when they're offering such an insane amount of money or an insane amount of something that you can go do something with, Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, I hate it. I hate that it happens. Like, for instance, um... What's that? What's that brand that just got bought by P&G? Miel. Yeah, Miel. I love Miel. I use it in my hair all the time. And it's so good. But the fact that they sold their company to try to accommodate for the supply issues that we're having, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. That's sad. We should have our own PNG. I know. Where is our PNG? Our PNG is in China. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. And like I just need I want okay, I'm not really that business I'm gonna be there in the medicine, but I need some people who are really into business to set ground. Like, can we make our own? Like, you know how Jay-Z has his own record label. Let's do that, but let's put it in that business aspect. Like, Fenty, Rihanna, like what she's doing, I need it to be bigger. Like, I need people to come out. Like, we need to make, we need to make monopolies. And you know what happens though, Jess, is that not that people don't try, is that when they do try, 
the people that they need to approve that mm-hmm. that are like you know Forbes type niggas. Oh my god! Um, it's okay. I I feel like I feel like that's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Forbes like types okay. of people like. They're just like, they won't allow it. Like, yeah. they won't allow... Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they are entertainment. Notice how, like, the black people that have that have the utmost, like, success... They're, they're in the entertainment industry. Oh, my Ath- God, stop. That's Ath- so sick. Athletic- athleticism, um, singing, producing. We're big. Honestly, we're entertainers. Because they've always seen us as entertainment. That's why it's so easy to come up in entertainment. First of all, we're great at it. We're great at it. We're, we're amazing. Talented. We're talented. But it's like, yeah, let them sit there behind the TV and just entertain us while we're they're in charge of the people who are entertaining. They're, we're monkeys. Yep. We're literally, mon- we're puppets to their game. We're puppets. We're puppets to master. That's why I love whenever, like Rihanna, I'm not hating on her for the fact that she's building a, like, a bigger career than just entertainment. I, yeah. I've never hated I'm, I've never. She used that as a vessel to get to where she needed to be. As she and now she's known as sexy, like uh, Caribbean artist. Mm-hmm. And now she has Fenty Beauty. She has a, a multi-billion dollar company and I love it exactly and I'm never gonna hate it I'm never gonna tell her to stop what you're doing to come back to singing continue continue Please. girl make way for the girls because them them 45 shades mm-hmm. I appreciate you she's changed the whole game single handedly single in that way and I love it okay so um, that's it let's talk about let's name things that we're grateful for this week should I go for it I'm grateful for being a black woman okay shoot I am because too because I love being a black woman and I think I will forever be, love being a black woman. I don't think I'll change my race, change my the way I look, the way I speak, my experiences, mm-hmm. because they have literally conditioned me and made me the person that I am. So keep loving yourself yes. and your melanin. Okay, babes? And if you're a dark-skinned girl listening to this and you're getting bullied in school and experiencing colorism, racism, whatever, know that it will get better. Mm-hmm. First of all, report it to your administrator if you can. Because I definitely was that type of girl. They're being racist. I need you to kick them out. Like, Good. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But if someone's, if you're experiencing that type of stuff, just know that God loves you. You're made in God's image. And whatever hateful stuff that these people are saying to you, it's not true. It's not true. Love a dark skin, love the melanin. Yes. Dark of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm grateful for, I guess I'm going to stay on the topic of beautiful black history month and beautiful black people. I'm grateful for that I got out of that mindset that I wasn't worth it. Mm. Like, I I realized it the other day, like, even being African, being Black, being dark-skinned, I'm so out of that mindset that I'm not at the Mm -hmm. same level as my peers. Mm -hmm. I am probably above, y'all. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) But no, I really don't have any type of hate for myself. Like, I wear my natural hair now with complete pride. As you should. Complete. Like, I do not care, and I love myself, and I'm so glad that I've gotten to that point of my life. Because it really, I feel like it's pretty recent. Like, I think 11th grade is when I truly was like, I love myself. Like, mm-hmm. I really do love my skin color. And, like, the only thing I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure it glows. Like, I'm not going to make it lighter. It's going to shine, baby. Mm-hmm. It's going to shine. But that's it. We love Black people, and thank you for watching. Thank you for watching, guys. Bye. Tune in next time. Yes. All right, y'all. So we're two girls that get it, and hopefully you got it after this. Thank you for tuning in, and we appreciate you guys. Bye. Owl Radio is FAU's student-run radio station streaming worldwide on FAUOwlRadio.com. We have shows, DJ on-campus events, give away free concert tickets, and more. Make sure to check us out on social media at FAU Owl Radio.